Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Joining me tonight are the Weeping Willows, Laura Coates and Andrew Rigglesworth. Welcome to Kakalaki on OCRFM. Thank you so much for having us, Jason. It's so nice to finally be able to have this chat. <laughs> it is. It's been. It has been a while in the making due to circumstances beyond yep. anyone's control. But, uh, yeah, 2021 has been a uh, an interesting year to say the least. But uh, for the Weeping Willows, it started out with a Golden Guitar Award, and you've since then have been a finalist in two categories of the Australian Folk Music Awards and on the shortlist for uh, Music Victoria. Yeah, it's it's been a, a, a crazy whirlwind of a year. I don't know if there's any way else you can explain it. I mean, obviously, it completely blew us away to win the gold guitar at the start of the year. That was completely unexpected. Not just saying that, it was like all of our friends in that category. And we're, <laughs> we really didn't expect to come away with that. But it was it was an, an amazing feeling, particularly for Andrew, because it's a category, the instrumental category that he um has been watching for a very long time now. You know, he watched his idols, you know, the Tommy Manuels and Michael Fixes um, win that from, you know, from the, the, the 80s. Yes. So for him, that that's a really meaningful um, award. So that was really lovely. And then we, um, yeah, it, it, from there, we, we, we were hoping to um, do a whole lot of touring, which we did manage to do in um, the first part of the year, but then uh, it's a bit more difficult in the second half. Yes, yes. <laughs> How many gigs did you have cancelled? Like, I've, I've followed you on Facebook and various other yeah. uh, social media platforms, and yeah, and uh, my yes. goodness, I think I counted it, it was probably up to 35, 40 by now. Goodness <laughs> me, uh, it's not and good. last year was hundreds, so we won't even talk about that. No, no, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll move right along. Um, congratulations on the EP Southern Gothic, which uh, debuted at number six on the AMRAP charts. Thank uh, you so much. And there's seven tracks on the album, two of which you have written, and mm-hmm. the first track, Southern Gothic, and the closing track, Black Crow. It's unusual to open an album with an instrumental. How did that come about? Yeah, sure. So I guess um, this was this EP is something that kind of been something we've been talking about for a, a number of years, and then COVID just sort of forced their hand. I guess you could say. We, we've, over the years, a lot of people said, "When are you going to record those covers that you that you?" throw into your set occasionally in your shows and we thought oh well this is this is the year we we are actually sitting on an album that we recorded back in 2019 but we we thought okay well this is a good opportunity for us to go into a studio and record those covers that everyone has been requesting but we also because it is a a covers album we wanted a track that was going to set the scene introduce the theme let folks know what we're going to aiming at with this. The, most of the covers on the album are Southern Gothic in theme, I guess. Yes. Even if yes. they're not Southern Gothic in style, they're Southern Gothic in theme. They're pretty yep. dark. <laughs> yes, yes. I was going to mention that later on. So, yeah, they, they are, yes. So, I uh, guess if, if you actually listen to Southern Gothic and Black Crow back to back, you can tell that they are, in a way, related. So, it's yes. kind of a, a top and tail of, of, of a way of, of bookending um, the EP of covers with two of our originals. So that's how right. it came about. Right. Excellent. And congratulations on the new video for Southern Gothic. The, oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> it was a bit of fun. <laughs> no, it's, you have uh, to be creative in, uh, in COVID times. Times, yes, absolutely. Now, you're joined by Nick Charles on Hangman, the Gallows Tree. Mm. So Nick is uh, someone that, uh, that Andrew has been following for many, many years now. Um, I guess he's a very well-renowned in, in a number of circles as both a, a blues artist and, and a finger picker. And so it was a huge thrill and honour for us 
to have him um, join us on, on a, a, a traditional song. It is a great song. And you've got David Pitch on double bass and Luke Milo on fiddle and mandolin making up the rest of the band, so to speak. Yeah, so, I mean, gosh, we're so lucky to be able to access these incredible artists. Um, David Pitch is actually uh, based in um, California. And with Luke, he is originally, I believe, from Queensland, but then he was in Melbourne for a time, and then he ran away to Texas, and then he moved to Nashville, and, he's, and now he's back here again for the moment. Um, so when, when we can, we grab him. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> the, um, as we were just talking about before, the, the death is a reoccurring theme on the EP, particularly when you look at the like, Black Crow, Long Black Veil by uh, Lefty Frizzell, and mm. uh, One Kind of, kind of Favour, Keeping My Grave Clean. Yeah, I, I guess there's a bit of a, a an ominous theme throughout, and it, it wasn't actually intentional for them to. Um, I'm only really looking back to where I realised um, just how dark we went with this, but I guess uh, I guess they're just that there are influences, and and they even though there is that running theme through it, they if you list there, there's a folk song, there's a country song, there's a blues song, even though they're they're thematically similar, they're um, I guess genre wise quite different yes yeah if you look yeah look at it from a, a genre point of view yes they are quite different so mm. yes now you said that the uh songs on the album were covers that you use in your show then you you go from uh, peter paul and mary to lefty frizzell to ma rainey that's good <laughs> <laughs> it is a uh, the full gamut of, of americana i, yeah. I could say um I, we are very influenced by a wide variety of music. We, as I've said, like we obviously like country music, folk music, and bluegrass music, um, yeah. and a bit of blues as well. And I think that's why we sound weird because we're not really sure what we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it works. So, oh, thank you, Jason. Now, going back to Black Crow for just a moment, that was recorded by Ryan Freeland in the in the US, and the remainder of the album was uh, being recorded by. Uh, Roger Bagodes in Melbourne. That's correct, yes. Yeah. So at the end of 2019, uh, we were really lucky um, to get it in at that time. We flew over to um, LA to record with Ryan Freeland, who we recorded our last album with, uh, recorded in his home studio in Culver City. Um, so Black Crow is one of the songs that's on the forthcoming album that we will put out next year. Um, and so that was, that was a lovely experience once again to work with Ryan. He's incredible and um, he really understands the style that we have, which is quite a, quite a stripped back style, you know, there's, yes. there's not a lot going on. There's no drums or anything for no. that. But he can really understand how to um, make something sound lush and full without having a whole lot going on. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, to record the rest of the EP, um, we we needed to be in Victoria, and we actually recorded our first album with Roger Bergadas, um and so we were really thrilled to be able to work with him again. So. We just felt like it was the best of, of both worlds being able to work with two of our favourite engineers again. Well, that yeah, and the the quality of the album and the way it's been produced, it really does come across. Oh, thank you. That's very kind, Jason, and thank you for all of your support. It's it's, it's been mind blowing, and and so many of the OCR presenters as well. You guys are a great team. <laughs> well, we're, we're a small team, but and we do what we can. So oh, we appreciate it. <laughs> Now, I mentioned earlier Ma Rainey. Now, that is an absolutely cracking version of CC Rider that you've done on the album. It's the uh, the guitar on it, and what you've done with the vocals, the intertwining of the vocal lines is, um, yeah, it's different, and it works really well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that song in particular, is it, it's been done by so many artists yeah. in so many different ways. I yes. mean, it can be a really slow, mournful, um, heartbreaking ballad, or it can be a really... 
you know, up-tempo, um, you know, Elvis Presley song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I think we, we've tried to find a middle ground. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, well, my, my first exposure to it was going back to the days when we had cassette players. Um, was on a, a mixed heavy metal album was my no first way. exposure to that song. So, yes. Wow. Well, yeah. there you go. Done so, different ways by different people. People, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And is that one that you learned as well? You, you, yes. You when, well, um, yes, I did learn learn that a few years ago uh, playing guitar. So, it's, yeah, so it certainly, um, certainly didn't sound anything like what uh, your version. Um, I'm sure it was wonderful. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it was only ever played in the in the uh, the bedroom or the garage, so uh, we'll just we'll leave. Yeah, That's we'll... like me and my guitar playing. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> now you play the accordion, so you didn't uh, didn't get an airing on the album. Um, no, because look, I, I leave it to the experts. Really, I yeah. will I will bring it out for the for the live shows. Uh, but on on the album, the forthcoming album, the accordion is actually being um, being played by Ryan Freeland. Um, oh, okay. But, yep. Uh, so that that he's great. I mean, he's an engineer and he's an accordion player. Unusual combination, but uh, he's he's incredible. So uh, yes, I look. I I feel like a bit of a hack next to Andrew. So I I didn't want to tank yeah. the EP with my subpar playing. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, what's the uh, what's the future hold for the Weeping Willows? You mentioned an album coming out for next year, and obviously live shows when they're uh, when they're permissible again yeah so as i said we recorded um at the end of 2019 and so we've had this album ready to go really since gosh probably march april last year but we um obviously had to make the call then that was a very easy call not to yeah. release in 2020 because there was yeah. no choice no, well, then, you, you wouldn't be you, you can't tour it or support it or any anything like that so exactly yeah that was uh, that was really a given, um, especially since for us touring is is what we do and what we love, and it's how we get our music out to people yeah. as well as the wonderful community radio presenters. But without having shows to take our music out there, we didn't feel. I mean, a lot of people were very successful. Gosh, like Fanny Lumpson, very successful releasing an album without being out of tour. But it, we knew that we wouldn't be able to because we were not an established artist like she is. Yeah. Um, and then it got to the start of this year. And we were all ready to go and thinking, yep, this is the time we're going to put it out there. And then lockdown started happening again. Yes. And uh, well, I guess we, as if anyone's listening who's not from Victoria, we're a bit scarred. Yes. And we weren't ready to <laughs> put our, our baby out into the world yeah. with such uncertainty. So we held on to it again. Um, but we will, absolutely, 100%. You can hold me to this, Jason. Okay. Put our album out next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it, absolutely. Thank you. Make sure we get you a copy. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I have a question for Andrew. I'll, I'll put Andrew on. Thank okay. you. Hi, Jason. How are you? I'm well, Andrew. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thank you so much for all your support. We both really appreciate it so much. No, well, thank you for taking the time to join me on Kakalaki on OCRFM. Um, now, for any of the guitar nerds listening, what guitar <laughs> are you playing on the album, and is, or is it multiple guitars? It's multiple guitars. Um, on um, on Southern Gothic, the actual instrumental track, um, I actually play a um, it's a Collings acoustic. Uh, and for those people out there that have never heard of the brand Collings. Before it's actually a, a very small company that make acoustic guitars uh, out in Austin, Texas, and um, they only make—I uh, think they only make maybe like a you know a thousand guitars a year or something like that. Uh, to give you an idea, Gibson guitars make a hundred thousand a year. 
So they're they're a really small company, and um, I was very very lucky that this one found its way to Melbourne. Uh, it's been through a few owners, and it, it popped up for sale on all things uh, Facebook Marketplace. Oh, good lord! Um, yeah, I know. Would yeah. you believe it? And um, you're a left-handed guitarist, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So that even makes it even uh, a little bit more trickier. It, absolutely. This was a custom shop, left-handed Collings acoustic. Um, so it was just kind of one of those dreams come true. So that was something that I just found a way to be able to afford to buy it. Um, so I got that one and used it for some of the tracks. But the main guitar that I actually use for touring, live shows, um, recording, is I've got a little Gibson acoustic, uh, and it's uh, it's called a, a Gibson Blues King. Uh, it's based on a um, uh, tr- the traditional kind of Robert Johnson blues guitar from the uh, from the 30s, uh, and it's kind of like a, a uh, they've done like a reissue of them uh, based on those traditional um, L well they call them L double guitars sort of small parlor guitars. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask because so. that that would have to be a, a parlor size. Uh... Yeah, it's a parlor size acoustic, and look, I, I, it's been it's been through everything. It's um, it's on its second set of frets. Uh, I, I had it refretted uh, because I basically wore it right down. Um, it uh, it drowned. Uh, we were coming back from America once and going through customs check. They decided to leave the case open while a huge thunderstorm came over Sydney. Oh, goodness. Uh, and it, it filled up with water, the case, including the guitar. Um, it's been to hell and back. Uh, it's been dropped more times than I want to tell you. Um and uh, that's the main guitar that, that we, we use and travel with, and it's a fantastic little guitar, easy to play, easy to travel with, and uh, uh, you know we both love it a bit. It's, it's part of the band. <laughs> <laughs> the unofficial member. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Goodness me. Dude, the image going from my mind of the, the case being open and a thunderstorm going overhead, that's... Uh, yeah. Oh, it was just... Uh, I've yeah, I, I still have nightmares about it because um, I only discovered uh, it, it happened by the time we got to Melbourne. Uh, we basically were the flight was running late. Finally got to Melbourne. I had a gig to play with another artist, so I basically grabbed my case and uh, jumped into an Uber to get to this venue. Only that I came to sound check, I opened the case up and discovered that it was full of water, water including my guitar. Goodness um, me. And I did a gig that night with it. I basically wiped it down, put some new strings on it, and away we went. Good so Lord. it's uh, it's been it's been to hell and back, literally. Wow! <laughs> and to be able to take it out still wet and just dry it, dry it off, restring it, and away we go. That uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there wouldn't be many guitars. Yeah, that you'd be doing that with. Yes, absolutely. So uh, look, I'm really lucky. I've got some. I've got some great instruments that um, I'm very, very lucky that I can play every day. I, I, I don't take it for granted. Very, very lucky to have them and uh, and to help me write music and, and perform and practice and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's um, a great little collection, for sure. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me on OCR tonight. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And thank you so much, Jason. We really appreciate it. Like you know, Laura said, you, we really appreciate all you guys supporting us so much and... Uh, and getting our music out there. If it wasn't for you, then we'd know about our music, and that's about it, yeah. maybe our parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I would like to encourage everyone to get out and support live music whenever the opportunity arises, yeah. because uh, with the lack of ability to have gigs over the last uh, couple of years, not only 
for the performers themselves, but also for the people that uh, music plays an important part in their lives. And yeah, I'm sure we're all missing it. So if, uh, when we get the opportunity, we need to grab it with two hands and make the most of it. Absolutely. And hopefully that's uh, very, very soon as well. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much, Jason.